Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Joined by Callum and Joe from the Snuts right here. Hey man, how you doing? Yo, how you doing? Wonderful. You've just laid a couple of tracks down the road. How was it? That we have. It was a bit nerve-wracking. Very rarely do you cut your stuff straight to vinyl, so it was like, don't play the wrong note, don't play the wrong note. But I think we managed quite well. Yeah, we're quite spoiled these days. We sometimes record like one note at a time. (laughs) (laughs) Have you had a chance to play a lot in the last couple of months? Have you been holding up practising? Yeah, well, for the first while, we kind of done Zoom videos and kind of done a lot of stuff from a distance, and then we eventually ended up in the one bubble, and we're just kind of stuck with each other now. So it's been good. It's been quite good creatively for us. And down in London for the day? Uh, two days we were at Ali Pali yesterday uh, shooting some TV stuff. Um, it was class. It was good being such an iconic venue with nobody in it. It was it was quite eerie, but it was cool. But it was cool. Um, we slept in the car park there last night, and then that brought us nicely to here today. <laughs> so you're fresh, fresh as mate, fresh as <laughs> rock and roll lifestyle. Tour bus. But obviously at the start of this, we'd paid up a tour. Like this was the year we were rock stars. Like so, we'd paid up, um, paid up a tour bus, and so now we're like a few thousand pounds in credit to a tour bus so we're just anywhere we need to go we just don't bother with hotels we've got the bus there Friday so night just... Friday night out on the bus I'm What's having it? Christmas dinner on it this year <laughs> so we got maybe California ready to go here yes, what can mate. you tell us about this um, it was a track we, we started writing in California um, which obviously it's a thing that everybody does when they go to LA, LA or California they write a song about it um, we started started there um, Kenny had the Kenny bare bones of it and then finished it with, that was with Inflow and then finished it with Rich Costey in a studio in East Coast, East Coast in London. So it was it was nice. It's Kenny, a, a tale of two shores. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, let's listen to it then, right? Yeah. Like and this is the first time you're listening to this. It's the first mm-hmm. time, Sounds good, doesn't it? That's a definitely. I was watching your faces, listening back to that, and you were, you were in it. You were in the moment. <laughs> it's hard. It's, once you kind of you get locked in, you're, you're locked in. Do you reckon you you found your sound then in the, in the last couple of years? How's the journey of that been? Yeah, well, it's been, with Kenny, we've been lucky enough to be in some like places that four working class boys from a mining town don't normally end up. So we've we've had the kind of privilege of being some of the best studios in the world, and it's really gave us time to kind of expand our sound and like just try out new things that yeah. maybe your typical Kenny bread and butter guitar band wouldn't do so it's it's been good in that sense at one point I mean at some point it's gonna have to you're gonna get like pretty serious about the studio time trying to develop your sound yeah well, well we're, we're Kenny to be honest that's 
we've been wanting to put out the record for about a year, but we've kind of been biding our time, and every time we write a song and think it's done, it's better than the next one, so it just kind of keeps kept rolling over and rolling over, but that's us, we've finally kind of completed the album now, so we've kind of, we've picked a sound for this campaign. Brilliant. And West Lothian, I mean, Scottish bands, what what kind of Scottish bands are could you shout out right now? Um, Lucia, mate, Lucia uh, yeah, Lucia from Glasgow in the Ninth Wave, and mate um, Mark Sharp and the Bicycle Thieves. It's uh, a wee guy, Connor Fife as well. He's he's about maybe fourteen, fifteen. He's tipped to be the next Lewis, and obviously Capaldi as well. Lewis man, he's he does he doesn't really need a shout out. <laughs> but I man, is there's a lot of exciting stuff happening musically in Scotland, and especially in the Central Belt. Well, I've I've got a ninth wave tracks lined up here. I'm only going to hurt you. Nice. Any nice. stories about that band? What can you what can you tell us about the ninth wave? Well, the, to be honest, we kind of we went kind of through, especially in the Scottish scene. We never really made any friends, and then the first people that were we genuinely clicked with were the ninth wave, and like we couldn't be like we couldn't be further further apart, especially musically. But they are they're just a great kind of bunch of bunch of guys and girls, man. They're really really talented. Excellent, a tale of friendship. Yeah. <laughs> this is the ninth wave then. We're back with the Snuts, Jack and Jordan. Welcome. Yo, yo. How are we doing? All good. Yeah, well, thank you. We've done a swapsies. Yes, indeedy. Keep it, keep it safe up in here. Woken up in Ali Pali. First time waking up in Ali Pali. Hopefully, uh, not the last. I would say. <laughs> so we got, we got. Don't forget it, punk lined up here. Yeah. Came out on an EP that came this year, mixtape EP. Yes. Was that something you you did last minute? Um, I think it was like it was a funny one because we had these songs and it was just like this kind of body of work and we weren't sure where to put them and how to release them. Um, so it kind of came together in this kind of mixtape format where it kind of interludes with the intention that people would play it yeah. all the way through, like the old days. And in, in terms of all the material you're, you're, you're racking out, yeah. I mean, you, you're not slowing down. Have you had to speed it up? What's the, what's the vibe right now? Um, I think we're just constantly speeding up. We spend a lot of time together. Obviously, we're in a little bubble, so yeah, it's a bubble we've never actually left. No, um, but it's nice, you know. We've got a lot of time to kind of reset and just try and become a better band every day in our own little studio. So it's good. For real, I wonder like how many how many bands like are able to take stock of themselves and how often yeah, to man. do that. I think this has been a great time, and a lot of other musicians, sorry, I speak to, are all kind of appreciating a bit of time to just be themselves and kind of spend that that time just being creative. Are there any moments over this year that you've really like altered a plan or or, or changed your idea on something of, of what you want to be, what you want to sound like? Um, I think this year mostly, as soon as we had our gigs taken away from us, there was this kind of spark that kind of lit in our heads saying, when we come back, it has to be so much better. The kind of production, the live set, the the way that people experience us as a band live should be ten times what it was before this kind of pandemic. Certainly explored how creative we can be with different sounds and things like that yeah. just to see what works and what doesn't work absolutely and you've talked about primal scream m83 yeah and you know gold frap bands that are known for like a rager of a night basically yeah man like a live night that's yeah. i think we've been trying to never put the brackets on where we pull our influences from i think that's kind of one of the dangerous kind of places you can go being an indie band is thinking i can only take my influences from previous indie bands whereas like we try and go as probably as far away for that at times yeah and even going just going further back yep man absolutely there's a kind of forgotten period in music where people kind of like to go back to the 60s or you know kind of hit the 90s in our game but i think there's all this crazy stuff in between and even like the early 2000s man like some of that spice girl snare sounds man <laughs> <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> and a lot of records that might not have been known at the time 
but you know, like deep finds over the years, and, and especially in lyrics, I can imagine. Absolutely. I mean, I like I'm a huge Bob Dylan fan. He's got like 180 records. So like you're never yeah. you're never lost for lyrics listening to that guy <laughs> for real for real. What can you tell us then specifically about Don't Forget It Punk? Um, it was a funny track. We actually we wrote it and demoed it in a session uh, in Brooklyn. Um, it was a it was a crazy session. American boys now. That's it. That's it, mate. Um, so it was a crazy session, really unorthodox, and the way we were working and writing, totally out of comfort zone, really unenjoyable. Um, <laughs> But I think that was a, that was a kind of standout track for that session. That was a fully attitude that kind of had that kind of Beastie Boys thing we were listening to. Um, Beastie I, Boys in Brooklyn. I, that's it, man. Exactly. So we brought it home. We brought it home, and the kind of demo version was never where we wanted it. So we recorded it in Glasgow um, again on our own, um, and just kind of kept that inspiration for where we where we were with the track. And it's I kind of love it. It's one of our favourites. Let's give it a spin then. Yes, man. I'll be watching your faces. <laughs> Jack and Jordan Neil. of the Snats. Yep. We're here on Soho Radio. Oh, yeah. We've heard you listening to yourself. <laughs> How is it? It was good. It was, it was no. actually good. It was uh, nice to, Pleasant to cut something like that and have a bit of adrenaline in your performance. That's something we've missed. For a real? Lot. Pretty terrifying, actually. But it sounds all right. It sounds all right. <laughs> it always surprises me how good the studio sounds. It's awesome, man. Mm. Lovely. Like, it's nice to be cramped in there. Um, I think you always get the, the more successful you are, the bigger the studio you get in there. I just think it's great just being squashed together. For real. It's For awesome, real. man. So many people got into you through your Transmit Festival yeah. show last year. Uh, you know, the, the YouTube video is, is mad. Watched it a couple of times. Awesome, man. Looking, looking to next year, looking to actually, you know, do stuff. Have you, uh, can you give us anything? Are there any, any promises made? Absolutely. Well, we're going to be putting out our debut record um, starting next year at some point. Um, and we've got all these kind of shows that we were desperate to play, you know, the ones that were written in the stars for us that we said we wouldn't play until the record was out. We're going to be um, putting all those on and just getting back to normality times 10. Great, and you must have been sitting on the record for a little bit then. Kind of, it's one of the ones things keep kind of added, taken away, and uh, I think it was important for us just to make sure it was a, the best the best kind of collection of songs, rather than just the ones that we loved, because we've managed to sneak them in there as well, but um, I think it's something that just tries to not stay in the one lane all the way through the record. Great. And giving yourself that time, you could add those like bells and whistles and oh, absolutely. That, that's, uh, I've got like cello and stuff like that <laughs> out of nowhere. Is it? Just that you've, you've now had the time to relax it and make it feel like it's the best version of what you've got, but like you've made what you've got the best it could possibly be in terms of orders and right. things like that. Deep. So it's been good to have that time. <laughs> Profound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it must always be hard like you know, letting yourself relax in this time. I mean, it's pretty uptight. You know, it must be must feel pretty uptight having this having this thing that you love. Yep, I think it's I think it's nice to um, just be able to listen to it a few times and just kind of say like, just put it to bed. I don't think your your debut record's ever what you want it to be. It never it never feels like it's what you planned on making. Um, so I think it's nice to be able to listen to it and go. That's that's something I'm proud of. Mm. Um, that's all. That's all you can really ask. You don't have to like it as long as you're proud of it. <laughs> it's a document in time. Absolutely, and it's it's a, it's a lifetime's work for us. We've been playing together since we we're like 14 year old in the forests and on the streets in our hometown, and just so it's a lifetime's work. And that's what we tried to kind of encapsulate in this record. Other than COVID, you know, when you look back, you know, if it's even possible to think this way, when you look <laughs> back at this record, what what stories, what moments do you think you're going to go back to? 
Um, I think, like, again, we recorded quite a lot of it um, in America and LA and Brooklyn, and they were kind of the first time we'd ever been in a studio, and it was over there. Um, and we'd have no footage, we have no pictures, like, literally not a single picture. And we're really? there for weeks, and it's just like, just a moment in time where we were just kind of four lost Scottish boys trying to make a record. There was, there was nothing to say we were there apart from the music, which I, I quite enjoy about it. And just, you know, it's just kind of getting to focus on a dream that you've had forever. Were you going out, out, or were you were you working? Oh, we were just, just, just kidding to go out, out in America. <laughs> really? Uh, it was Man, 24 hours a day. I was in myself for like 12 hours, and the boys would come in their self for the next 12 hours. Like, that's crazy. It's shift pattern. The producer had us working. It was terrifying. And you got along with the producer? Aye. <laughs> no, definitely. I say, well, on the record, there's a, a good kind of combination. The producers is something that caught me by surprise. We always pictured we would just go in, one producer, one studio, and rack it out. But it's just kind of, it's made its own mind up this record where who was going to be doing it and where it was going to be. So Excellent. it's nice, and I think we've got a lot of really, really uh, incredible producers on there who have taught us so much about how far we can kind of take our sounds and stuff like that. Excellent. Well, I think a lot of people will be listening to this thinking they can't wait for the next festival show. Absolutely. Especially, you know, let alone the record. Yes. What can you what can you tell those people who are who are who are thinking right now like I can't I can't wait just get in line for a vaccine <laughs> <laughs> vaccine test at the door absolutely yeah. brilliant Jack and Jordan thank you so Thanks much for coming much. in thank you pleasure on it it's been great to have you.